Hey guys, so just a heads up, I tried to record on my other computer, the audio messed up, and it is terrible in this episode. On the bright side, it's Sam's episode, so she does the majority of the talking, but heads up, it's gonna get crazy. are a podcast about cryptids urban legends and the paranormal so we're recording kind of late tonight because i went to the lake with my family and first i just wanted to say how nice these two families were so there's like little coves in the pueblo reservoir and we both times we've gone, we've gone to the same cove and we've anchored in literally the same exact spot. Last time there was only one boat beside us and it was like some 20 year old guys and they were nice, but I mean, we didn't really talk to them or anything. Um, but this time we were, we anchored ourselves in the same spot, but in between two different boats and we were like really close to this one boat. And they were super nice, though. We were sharing our beers with them. I don't drink, guys, but my dad and my sister do. Um, So we were sharing beers with them. And they had, like, six teenagers with them. But they had all these toys and stuff. And they were letting my kids play on all the toys and climb on their boat and jump off their boat. And then (laughs) the family on the other side of us also had kids. And they had one of those inflatable slides. And they were letting the kids, the kids seriously had a blast. They got to play with all these toys. And then we took out my dad's little raft thing where you hold Mm -hmm. on to it and the boat pulls you. And my daughter flew off, which I don't think I posted (laughs) the video to Instagram. I'll have to send it to you. (laughs) My dad took it super fast. And my daughter, I've never been so scared in my entire life, (laughs) other than when she jumped into the river that one time, she flew off of it, like, but didn't just fly off of it. It flipped over her and she was completely under the water, like for (laughs) quite a few seconds and I could not see her (laughs) and my heart was pounding and I was like, this is it like I just (laughs) I seriously was I like you just saw her fly off of it and hit the water and then the the raft thing that that because I think she was on it with my sister when that happened and my sister's still holding on for a second (laughs) and then it flips and my sister goes off and then it's upside down over where Val is and she's gone like she was gone (laughs) And I was like, stop the boat. Stop. Val's gone. And like, then all of a sudden you just see her come up and she's fine. And then oh, she kept riding well, it. Of course she was. Well, yeah. She's seriously. 
I'm not gonna toot my own horn, but I am like her name is was one hundred percent meant for her. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I've said it on the podcast or not, but her name is Valkyrie, and she is one hundred percent what you would imagine a Valkyrie to be. Like she's tough as fucking nails. So, but anyways, I like my son, and this is not to say anything bad about my son. It's it perfectly okay for him to be scared as fuck because I was too when I got on it. But he was scared, and he gets scared, and he's more hesitant to do things. And whereas my daughter just gives absolutely no fucks. But I got on it by myself, and I flipped off of it, <laughs> and. I seriously thought I was drowning. Like water got all up in my nose and in the back of my throat, and it was mm-hmm. it was pretty it scary. Can be very unpleasant. It was very. I like, have a hard time holding on to those, like because my girls, yeah, kind of get in the way, and I just have such a hard time holding on to those. If I do get on it, which is rare, I will make my dad go slow. And we were yelling but, at him, and he was I, not I listening. <laughs> But he, before we moved, he actually got one of those couch ones where you just sit on it. What? That sounds cool. It was awesome. We, like, took the dogs on it and everything. (laughs) That sounds like it would be so much fun. My sister and I figured out that if you put your knees on it, like, instead of laying flat and holding Mm -hmm. on, if you put your knees underneath you then it's not so strenuous on your arms like and because I have absolutely no upper body strength (laughs) whatsoever so that was the only way I could hold on but yeah um my dad didn't put the rope long enough it was like a really short rope oh so it was really hard because like you were getting all the water from the motor yeah you were right at the v yeah right on it and so if you went over it on either Uh side that's what flipped you and uh that's what happened is so I was riding it pretty good for a little bit and then it just like like tipped to the side and I was like off of it he needs to get a longer rope yeah well he has a longer rope but he for some reason thought it would be too long and so he did a shorter one and he was like yeah next time longer rope and I was like (laughs) definitely (laughs) but anyways I just if you guys are interested in my day today, it's I'm exhausted, miraculously not sunburnt. No, you look fine. I yeah. think I might be a little more red than you. Yeah, well, it was so funny when we got in the car because I was like, I'm not, I'm not sunburnt. And the kids were like, Yeah, I didn't get sunburned at all. And Jamie was like, Yeah, nope, no sunburn. And Mormon turned around and goes, You know why that is? And they were like, why? And he was like, because your mom was here with me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, on it was sunscreen. So I guess we could start with the story now. But I didn't get a chance to proofread this. So if it's kind of all over the place, I apologize. (laughs) Just fair warning. So do you... Sounds good. We're covering the Charman. Not Charmander charman that is what i picture i know that's what jamie said when i told him do you know what it is or i don't know but i picture a guy that went into a fire i mean kind of spot on so (laughs) (laughs) so all of this 
takes place in or around Ojai, California, which is located in Ventura County in Southern California. South of Ojai, along Creek Road, there is a part titled, see, this is why you proofread. There is a park that is called Camp Comfort County Park. Oh, that sounds sweet. I know. My next sentence was, it's a cute name, right? (laughs) It got its name because back in the 1800s, it was considered a comfort spot for travelers and their horses. There was shade from the trees and a cool, refreshing creek for horses. This spot would be preserved thanks to E.P. Foster and his wife, Orpha Woods, which is a really interesting name, Orpha. Orpha. (laughs) Mr. Foster was the president of the Bank of Ventura, which was near Camp Comfort, which sold to Bank of Italy, which nowadays is known as Bank of America. The Fosters loved coming to Camp Comfort long before it was called Camp Comfort, And eventually in 1904, uh, he would take his idea, Mr. Foster, would take his idea to make it a public park to the County Board of Supervisors. The land he was wanting to turn into a park consisted of about 20 acres, and it was eventually negotiated at a price of $2,500 in gold. Dang. Which is pretty, I mean, it was probably a lot back then, but... Now, $2,500 for 20 acres is bomb diggity. Wait, excuse me. You didn't find out the inflation rate? I didn't. I told you this episode's kind of like a jumble. (laughs) One, there just was not enough information about Charman to make a whole episode. So I added a couple other things because it it made it's probably two thirds of the episode. Well, that's good. And then I added some extra things because just lengthwise it <laughs> was not going to match. So, um, but yeah, it was just a, this is a hastily put together episode. I'm going to admit it now. So. Had another week. <laughs> it wasn't not, one. Not weeks this well, time. Well, we can add it to the other weeks. <laughs> weeks. Um, Okay. Now, as amazing as the story of Camp Comfort's origin is, of course, it doesn't end there. There are many urban legends surrounding Camp (laughs) Comfort, uh, which I will be talking about at the end of the episode. The most popular urban legend is Charman. Now, there are a few versions of the story, and I have them kind of listed out. So, number one... The first legend states that in 1948, there was a large fire that burnt through a large portion of the valley and destroyed many homes. No. It is important to know that Ojai, California is extremely hot and is also one of the driest parts of California, which going back to why that family really loved the area is because in this particular area, there's a ton of trees and shade oak trees in particular hence why it was a comfort zone exactly in the hill south of ohio there was an isolated cabin that a man and his son lived in who pretty much kept to themselves the cabin was directly in the path of the fire and it said that the house was consumed by flames the father burned to death but luckily the son survived 
However, the son was extremely disfigured and practically unrecognizable. He was burnt all over his body and was in constant pain, most likely due to the trauma he suffered from the fire and the passing of his dad. And then, you know, his pain and disfigurement, the fire caused him. He understandably lost his mind. Yes, under very understandably. Mm-hmm. When firefighters and police went to the cabin a few days later, they found a grisly scene. The son's father was hanging from a nearby tree. Ooh. His skin had been completely removed from his body. In one source, uh, they described it as the father had been flayed. Oh. Police drew their weapons and began searching the property. After a short time, they started to hear labored wheezing from a nearby bush that had miraculously escaped the flames. And as soon as they heard it, a man with charred flesh bolted. Sorry, guys, if you hear banging around, my cat just jumped off my desk and into a pile of Barbies. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. <laughs> A man with charred flesh ran from the bush past them, and it was the son. It said that the smell of him was putrid and made the officers gag. And because of that, they just decided not to go after him, (laughs) which is fishy to me, but alrighty. That's awesome. (laughs) He stank. We leave him alone. Yep. So anyway, he just ran off into the hills and he was (laughs) never seen again, you know, except for he was seen again later. Yeah, always. So for the second story, a husband and a wife were caught in a fire. The husband was severely burned, and he heard his wife trapped by the blaze yelling, help me, help me, repeatedly. Because of his own injuries, the husband was unable to move, and so he couldn't help her. And he just continued to hear her cries for help until the fire slowly consumed her. That sucks. Yeah, the husband lived... But he was charred all over, and he became the char man. Uh, did he run away because he smelled bad, too? <laughs> they didn't say it, but maybe. The third story is about a horrible car fire on Charman Bridge. So there's a bridge in Comfort Park that is just called Charman Bridge by the locals, basically, because that's where he hangs out. And the driver was disfigured and burnt beyond recognition. He apparently ran out of gas on the bridge and on his way back to the car late at night with a full can of gasoline, he lit up a cigarette, not realizing that some of the gasoline had spilled onto his clothing. Dumbass. (laughs) However, he managed to survive and he runs off into the woods and becomes sharp man. (laughs) Because he was embarrassed. Yep. However, according to Cryptids of California's website, there is also another variation of this story where police officers claim that in the 60s, there was an elderly man who had a very bad case of skin cancer and was badly disfigured from it. He didn't like being seen, so he often took his dog for walks in the evening or late at night to avoid being noticed. Every once in a while, he would be seen by local kids, and they were scared of him, so... They were assholes. Yep. They kind of started a rumor mill about him, which created the Charman stories. Assholes. I found another story in one of the articles that said in the early 60s, there was a report of some teens 
that had been parked at the, it's in quotes, the point, which was a lookout spot that overlooked the valley on Shelf Road. While they were parked there, their car was approached by, quote, an awful looking creature, uh, end quote, that they said looked badly burned and deformed. They used the word charred. Mm. Interestingly enough, in this article, the story goes on to say that come to find out it was the previously mentioned elderly man with the bad skin cancer. And it was said that sometimes he would walk up to the point and pass the kids parked there. And they started making up stories about him and saying that he was burnt in a fire in 1948. So everything kind of comes back around. So if he was so embarrassed, why would he purposely walk by a bunch of kids in a makeout spot? I have no idea. No idea. In an article from Weird US, they say that there's also a story about him possibly being burned alive in a downed plane. I saw this story nowhere else. So, and that's that's all the information I have. <laughs> so, what can someone expect if they encounter Charman? It's said that he hangs out mostly near the bridge. The bridge is so famous for Charman. Like I said, it's dubbed Charman Bridge. Apparently, he used to haunt Signal Street and Shelf Road. Um, but as the area's population grew, he migrated to the bridge. <laughs> okay. I know. I was like, Alrighty. I mean, if you want to avoid the public eye, then I guess you're going to go where there isn't as many people. Charman... Um, is, well, obviously a sadly charred and extremely burnt and disfigured man. But he's possibly a ghost entity, and some people classify him as a cryptid. He has blackened, peeling skin and emits a foul smell of burnt flesh. And (laughs) that apparently makes police not want to chase him. In most cases, he wears nothing except charred bandages. Yeah, hot. Oh, probably not a good joke. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's awful. (laughs) (laughs) I found a lot of sources that called him a monster and some other not so nice things. And I know he isn't the nicest thing around, but I also kind of feel horrible that people call him that. Yeah. If any of the stories are true, he was subjected to the worst pain imaginable and suffered a lot of different traumas. It is said that he will emerge from the bridge and attack passing motorists, especially ones who are brave, question mark, enough to get out of their car and yell, help me, help me from the bridge. (laughs) Apparently, it pisses him off so much that he will attack you. Well, I mean, understandably. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He also goes after hikers. He will pick his targets and then try to isolate them away from large groups or traffic. Be careful if you are stranded on the side of the road, because apparently he will leap right on top of your car, pounding and scratching in an attempt to get in. Wow, these are awesome. I know. It's also said that he will stalk the grounds of Camp Comfort at night and walk around campers' tents, but he has never gone in any of them as of yet. That's probably for the best. 
Some people say that he stomps around the brush and makes a lot of noise, while others say that he is extremely quiet and stealthy. Some people also say that you can hear moans and groans coming from the brush. They also say that he howls and shrieks <laughs> and will start ranting and raving about the horrible things he will do to you if he catches you. Oh, snap. And one source says that he can't be reasoned with if he catches you. Mm. So what does Charman want? Apparently just for everyone to fuck off. <laughs> Sounds like it. I mean... If he's burnt like that, he's probably in an excruciating amount of pain. My advice to him would to please seek medical attention. <laughs> but um, he prefers hiding in bushes. So, uh, <laughs> do you think I... that make you feel better? No. <laughs> he should have seek medical attention, like. Decades ago. <laughs> yes, agreed. According to a lot of sources, what he wants is more skin to replace <laughs> his own. Like, your skin. He wants to take your skin from you to replace um, his own. He could go to a doctor and get a skin graft. Exactly. <laughs> but he preferred to take it from you. And do what with it? Just put it on top of his burnt skin? <laughs> I don't know because it doesn't ever look like his skin gets better in any sighting <laughs> of him. Um, apparently, there was one witness in the 1950s that claimed that Charman tore their leather jacket off of them. Rude. But I found another version of the story in a different article that was a first-hand account from someone the author interviewed named Mrs. Lynn Likens. And nice. he says she is a longtime Valley resident. Um, I quoted her. So this is her quote. Yeah, I know the story. He, and she's talking about the Charman, lives in an old rock house down on Creek Road. My brother Chip seen him one day in the bushes out in Soul Park. My brother was in Soul Park with some friends when this monster guy came running at them out of the bushes. He was all burned looking and was wearing an old ripped up windbreaker made out of cloth. Interesting clothing choice. Well, I'm wondering if that that account of that person saying, you know, they got their leather jacket ripped off wasn't this account just twisted around somehow. Maybe. So I couldn't find any first-hand accounts other than that quote about Charman anywhere, which means, sadly, I couldn't find any Reddit posts about it either. It makes <laughs> me super sad because I love Reddit posts. Uh, however, later on, I did find uh, two about something else that I will read. But concerning Charman specifically... um. There weren't any firsthand encounters. There were a lot of posts on Reddit about the movie. So there's, there's a, a movie. movie. Mm -hmm. It came out in 2019. It's titled Charman. And it was fucking horrible. <laughs> so my sister and I watched it last night. So you know how I do that thing with my friend Katie where we watch a movie together? Like, mm -hmm. even though she's three hours away. Well, me and my sister did that last night. So she watched it at her house and with me. And we started at the same time. 
And it was so bad that instead of being like talking about, oh, how scary this is, or oh my God, can you believe that? We were literally just making fun of it the entire time. Good. So the water kept turning on and running. Like that was just something it, he apparently did throughout the movie, what? or not he, because it wasn't even Charman. So the story was. They told all those stories that I just told you. Should you say spoiler alert? Oh, spoiler alert. Please don't watch this movie, though. It's <laughs> a waste of your time. So they go and they're because they're initially investigating something that I will talk about later, but they can't find any anything and they're getting frustrated. And so they talk to this historian guy and he tells them about Charman. And then after that, like it's not even Charman that is it's there's like a family it's like a stranger's knockoff (laughs) the strangers it's a family in masks and they're going around in the windows and it's so bad and somehow the sink water just keeps running like they go to sleep and the sink water's just on and I was getting so pissed off and I just kept typing in all capital letters to my sister water wasters like (laughs) water wasters water wasters and so it just became a thing like every 10 minutes or so like we were both texting each other water wasters because it just kept happening it was horrible i don't recommend uh zero out of 10 stars and just don't waste (laughs) your time seriously it's not even about charman they tell you those three like origin stories Mm -hmm. that i found but that's it like however i do think if they someone took the time to make a real movie out of Charman like especially the first origin story I think any of the origin stories but they I feel like it would be phenomenal like I feel like it'd be really scary like that is a scary thing but don't watch that one it's okay don't yeah anyways (laughs) so Charman is also so famous in the area, though, that there is a hot sauce named after him. Oh, my. It's called Charman's Revenge Habanero Pepper Sauce, and it is made (laughs) by High 33 Foods and was created by Chris Sutton. The tagline is, quote, just beware with five fire roasted habanero peppers in every bottle. Charman's Revenge may become a reality, end quote. Wow. Wow, that's that is gimmicky marketing. <laughs> Yo. So because the legend of Charman is so short, like I was saying, I figured I'd talk about some of the other legends surrounding the area. Get it. There is a ghost bride who wears a bloody wedding dress that yes. is tall and slim with light brown hair and a veil covering her face. The story goes that she was murdered on the day of her wedding by her greedy husband, who only married her for her dowry piece of shit what a jerk apparently you will see her hitchhiking also in the area is the spirit of a horsewoman that reenacts her death every year on its anniversary the horse gets spooked by a snake subsequently throwing her off to her death however there is no record of her in the county and it didn't say what her anniversary date was either so she rides a horse yeah, she rides or she's not like the headless well, I mean she is, but she has her head. I was thinking like horse mo- woman. I was thinking like centaur oh, or something. Okay. 
Um, sorry. <laughs> then there is a headless motorcyclist, motorcyclist that rides down the road. Uh, supposedly in the 1950s, he was trying to pass a truck on a narrow or on the narrow mountain road of Creek Road and was forced off the road by a pickup truck and was decapitated by either Ooh. a wire fence, a branch, or a wayward steel beam that became dislodged from the truck bed, depending on which story you read. No matter what, he lost his head. Yep. And also, depending on which story you hear, um, he's not the only death. Apparently, the truck driver was so startled by what had happened, he had a heart attack immediately after and died as well. Oh, my. How terrible. (laughs) How terrible. Uh, Also along that road, there are a lot of claims of anthropomorphic mists and shadows. Sweet. Where's my tap or my clap on the back or whatever that's such a hard word every time i have to say it i'm like points for not stuttering (laughs) (laughs) then there's the spirit of an old indian shaman sporting feathers in his hair no background story on that oh lord the nordif cemetery is home to the ghostly apparition of a dog he Aww. is known to run around headstones and sometimes you can hear him growl. Sweet. There has also been claims of Bigfoot in the area. What a sock. Sock? <laughs> I was like, what? What a shock. <laughs> At the Ohio Valley Inn, there is supposedly a ghost that haunts room number five. Visitors claim to hear banging coming from the inside of the closet in that room. But when someone opens the closet door, there's no one there. Hmm. Surprising. Lastly, and probably the most common, second to Charman, is the Ojai vampire. And this is what they were investigating initially in the movie. Sweet. According to the legend, the vampire relocated to the Ojai area around 1890 from either Italy or Spain. He acquired a small ranch and kept um, himself on the lowdown. But mysteriously, as soon as he arrived, the local cattle began dying. They were all drained of their blood. Oh, no. Shortly after, the locals were being attacked by strange wolf-like creatures. The people (laughs) of Ohio realized that there was a vampire among them and raided the (laughs) vampire's ranch during the day. See, if I was being attacked by wolf-like creatures, I would think there were werewolves, not vampires, but I mean, Me I guess too. there were drained cattle. Yeah. I don't know. But if it looked like a wolf, it would be like a werewolf? Yeah, I don't know how they came to that conclusion, but... <laughs> <laughs> the vampire, however, was prepared and had a huge black phantom dog that guarded his sarcophagus. Dope. Mm-hmm. It also drank blood. Oh, what a shock. The ranchers were able to repel the dog with a silver crucifix and found the vampire's hidden sarcophagus. So it was a werewolf dog? I have no idea. This, I'm just relaying to you what I read. They are mixing a lot of Of lore. Yeah. Yeah. The phantom dog charged the people of Ohio again. 
but was forced back because they flung holy water at it. Okay. <laughs> the ranchers opened the, the stone sarcophagus and staked the vampire and according to Weird U.S., quote, sprinkled some holy water from the local mission in for good measure, end quote, which killed it. Of course it did. The casket is said to still lie there, hidden away in the brush. It is an above-ground tomb with a window in it that you can apparently look into and supposedly see the skull of the vampire. That's awesome. Yeah, except for supposedly, like... If you could go look in there and take pictures, like, come on, where's the pictures? Where's the proof? Where is it? Well, the thing is, if a vampire's reflection doesn't happen, it can't happen in a camera. True. Well, maybe digital. It's thought that this legend came about because of an actual above ground tomb. I thought you were going to say above ground pool. (laughs) (laughs) It became about because of a pool. So, cryptids of California say that it's plausible that a family at the turn of the century could possibly have been buried in an above-ground tomb on their estate. It was apparently customary at the time in Europe, so if they had just come from Europe, it's reasonable to say that they would have wanted to be buried Mm -hmm. that way. Now, I did find a Reddit thread titled, Ohio Vampire? (laughs) question mark and the op uh zero turtle 95 asked quote anyone ever heard of or had any experiences concerning the ohi vampire near camp comfort if not anyone had any paranormal experiences in and around ventura county end quote the story i found isn't really about the vampire but apparently california state university channel islands which is located in Ventura County, is super haunted. So I wanted to talk a little bit about its background before I read the Reddit story. This is a quote from library.csuci.edu. Quote, The state of California acquired 1,500 acres in the city of Carmillo County, uh, or the city of Carmillo, County of Ventura, (laughs) for the Department of Developmental Services to build a state hospital in 1932. The hospital was designed to house 7,000 patients and over 700 staff, making it the largest mental hospital in the world upon its completion. A former PWA project, not sure what that (laughs) is, the hospital supported a state-of-the-art teaching hospital, held a notable partnership with UCLA's psychiatric facility, was a large community employer, housed a number of famous patients, and often is and has been the set or background for a number of movies and television shows. The hospital was officially closed in 1997 and was subsequently acquired by the California State University csu system to house the new csu channel islands campus end quote okay so back to the reddit post this story comes from a person who attended csuci and it was posted by kane 91z quote i've had three pretty crazy things happen to me during my time at csu 
UCI from 2002 to 2006. I mostly had night classes, so I would be there until after 10 p.m. a lot. I'm pretty sure I ran into, quote, pipes, which I think is the name of an uh, entity. Okay. A few times as he would walk through the corridors near the back buildings where the schizophrenics were kept. Something would follow you and bang on the old steam pipes. One time it was happening to me and all of a sudden there was a black mist at one of the corridor junctions. The other time it was happening, pretty major, I was walking to my car to leave and as I crossed the street to get to the parking lot, every car alarm started going off on each of the cars I walked by. (laughs) That rattled me pretty good. The third thing that happened to me was in early 2003. A lot of students were exploring the back buildings where they kept the most insane patients. This is before they were punishing people for doing so, and most of the buildings weren't even locked. I decided I would go check one out with my friend Liz, or I decided I would go check one out after my friend Liz showed me a bunch of cool pictures she took. There is a courtyard in the rear southeast corner that is triple gated. I walked into it and went through the gates. There was another double gate to enter the building. As I went to open it, something took out my right knee like I was hit insanely hard with a pipe or a club. It literally took me to the ground. I decided to GTFO, (laughs) get the fuck out for those who (laughs) don't know, after that. It really kind of sucks because I still have knee problems to this day 17 years later. End quote. Lastly, I'm going to leave you with this. This was posted by Dandelion Chick on the same thread. Quote, Yes, I'm the vampire. I only eat rat's blood and get some pig blood from my local butcher. Humans at Camp Comfort, I just enjoy scaring them because they keep trampling on my crypt where I'm trying to sleep. (laughs) I can't yell at them to stop making noise, so it's easier to scare them off. Stay away, or I may make an exception to the rule in regards to my diet. Oh my. End quote. Fair warning. <laughs> nice. So what do you think about everything? I don't know if this episode should even be called Charman, or if it should should just be called Ohio Urban Legends, or what. I don't know. Camp Crystal Lake. <laughs> Camp Crystal Lake. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Charman would have to be like an entity because mm-hmm. by now he would definitely have died from an infection oh i agree and also being burned over like 90 percent of your body you couldn't i mean the pain would be so excruciating you couldn't be running at anybody no. like you wouldn't be able to do much it just sounds like a good old-fashioned urban legend to me it does it sounds fun yeah and I do think it would make a really good movie. I mean, granted, even if it was like an amazing ass movie, I'd probably be like, he couldn't move like that. He's burnt and it hurts. <laughs> but I mean. Adrenaline boost for his entire life. For the entire existence mm-hmm. of his paranormalness. Yeah, he doesn't even know he's in pain. He just knows his skin's all flaky. <laughs> yep. He's like, hmm. I'm a fluffy pastry. <laughs> Very burnt pastry. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. I'm never going to look at those the same again. Uh, that's funny. Uh, 
so let us know what you think this episode was kind of a jumble of things but we want to know what you think about it and also we want to know about your own personal stories so please write them into us we would love to read them sometime you can do that at this is legend pod at gmail.com you can go to our website this is legendpod.com and then we have our social medias instagram facebook tiktok this is legend pod for it all keep it spooky classy and sassy but most of all keep it legendary bye Peace out.